Hello, this is James Nettleson, your host of your favorite podcast streaming show, Dad at 65, D-A-D-A-T-65.com. Um, you can always email me at james at dad at 65.com. Well, we got a little exciting news. I'm going to talk again. Uh, we have a little uh, exciting news before we start the show. And you know what it is? The book, which most of you I'm sure already bought, Unlocking the Secrets of Successful Parenting, which is available on iBooks, iPad, iPad, no. Oh, yeah, download it. I guess you could put it on iPad. Um, uh, iBooks, uh, Barnes & Noble, but also now it's available on our website, www.dadat65.com, D-A-D-A-T-65.com. Also, when you order the book, if you email me, email us, I will autograph a copy. That's right. You will get an autographed copy from me. Now you don't want the book now? Okay, I will not autograph the book. How's that? Okay? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, again, we're going to be announcing the book tour where I go around and uh, sign books. I go to people's homes, you know. Whoever wants me to sign a book, as long as they buy it. Okay. Today's subject or topic is going to be called carpooling. And basically, it's really spying on your kids. Is it right? Is it wrong? And the reason why I mentioned carpooling is because when you carpool, you've got two to three, four kids maybe in the book, in the book, in the car. Wait, is that in the book? Let me look. No, that's not one. That's not in the book. Okay. Um, in the car, and you really don't want to be spying, but they're talking. And of course, you're going to be very quiet because this is your opportunity to learn. Um, is that bad that you're spying or you're listening? Yeah, you're supposed to not listen. I don't know. Let's uh, get somebody's advice in here. And that's on our producer who is in Puerto Rico today. So I'm going to press the button that I'm supposed to press, which I always press wrong, to bring her into the show. Let's see. Aaron went over all this with me. He's not here today because... Uh, He's studying for a big science exam. Well, what's more important? Well, he's got his priorities. Um, so he said it's the blue button on the right side. Okay, let's see. So we're in. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> now, when, when I do that, do you, does it beep you? Does it, how, does, it how does that work? It rings. It's it like rings. a phone. It rings. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, James. Hey, how you doing? How's Puerto Rico? It's nice and warm, I can tell you. It's uh, heading into spring break, so it's perfect beach weather. And that's, uh, I mean, that's one of the highlights of uh, being here in the island. Yeah, well, we, we've coming into uh, nice weather today. It's, I think, around the 80s. Um, so our spring is coming, and our spring just merges in with summer here. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, But we don't have a beach to go to. I mean, uh, we got to go to California to get to the closest beach. Well, technically, uh, you could go to Lake Mead, right? Technically. Technically, you can, but it's really not a beach. So we are going to the beach in April, May. In May. So we're going to do a couple of shows from California. And then in June, we're going to do a couple of shows from New York. Is this exciting stuff? Like, does anybody really care where we are? I mean, you know, well, you're in New York, you know, you're still talking. 
Yeah, you're still in you know, somewhere with a microphone in front of you. We're not even seeing the city behind you. I don't know what, but maybe because you're in that place, you kind of bring the excitement of the place to your podcast. I mean, that's, I don't know. I hope I'm, I, I'm, I hope I'm coming across as being very tropical today. How about that? You know, when we did the show from San Francisco, we were all set up. The cameras were all set up and we had a power problem. So we couldn't... Uh, shoot the show but it was it was beautiful when we shot in san francisco well actually i we shot from berkeley it was very really nice but unfortunately the audience yeah. didn't get to see it um because of the camera yeah i remember <laughs> i remember what happened you know i think that the thing is our cameras are kind of conservative berkeley's kind of liberal so it just didn't really i'm gonna work out does that make any sense <laughs> no not really not really I, I mean, if, I if, think yeah, so. no. That that sounds like a very lame excuse for not having checked your equipment before going shooting. But hey, that's that's only yeah, that's, well, that's me, the producer, was, talking if, here. I blame it on Aaron. Right. You know, I mean, he's eight years old. He should know this. By the way, I'm just planning his birthday yeah. party, which we'll talk about in another show. Okay, cool. Planning a kids' party. Um, but spying on kids. Yeah, now, I think heard it's you. Wrong. Yes. Do you think it's wrong? I, well, you know what, it's, it's such a fine line. I've heard so many of my friends who are acquaintances kind of like uh, gossip about what they've heard, they overheard the kids say. And I know as well parents who have overheard the children say something and then, you know, there's a massive fight that breaks out. So I'm wondering, you know, to which point you can use the information you hear and I'm not saying when you're actively spying because I really don't agree with that. I actively don't agree with you actually going out of the way to spy on a kid. But if you are like, you were saying the carpool situation, the kids are in the back seat, they forgot you're there and they're talking, right? I mean, seriously, as a parent who does the carpooling, because you're a carpool dad, how do you handle that? Because they're, they're they forget you're there. I mean, give me an example. How, how do you handle having overhearing things? Well, I also recorded. Here's my recorder. See it? If you're, if you're streaming it, oh, you can see awful. it. Oh, you're No, I always keep my recorder in the car. <gasps> you know, as you get older, you know, uh, you got to record things because, you know, you, you forget. I mean, I can't just pull off the road and say, oh, what he said is really cool. Let me write that down. You can't, you can't write it down. I'm driving a car. Um, but I don't use this for blackmailing the kids. <gasps> well, you know. You're the worst. Think about them in the car. Wait a minute. No, I have. I keep this in the car because I'm working on the new book, as you know. So that's why I have the recorder. I'm not trying to record the kids. I mean, you know, whatever. You know. I mean, I, otherwise, I got an iPhone. I could always, you know, just pick up the iPhone and, you know, you know, get it, get a visual too, and watch it. But I, I don't. I don't do that. I'm not that kind of. I'm not that kind of parents. But I find it. Very interesting what I'm learning from the kids as they talk. Because Aaron is an only child. Um, his, his, his siblings are older. So they're, they're, out of, they're out of the house. And uh, so the only time I get to really know what's going on in his life, except, you know, when I go to soccer, I watch him play soccer. But he, he's not with the guys, you know. Or um, when he's in karate, I'm, you know, I'm not. I'll, I'm watching, but I don't hear the interaction. Or... Sometimes when he's on the phone, I can hear because he's a loud talker just like me. <clears throat> so uh, I know what's going on. But this is how you learn more about your child, you know, by listening. And if he wants privacy, 
he shouldn't move it to his own place. Right? Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well. Okay, okay, okay. I, I see where this is going. I still, I got to ask you, because, you know, I know that some of these conversations can get very juicy, as juicy as an eight-year-old's conversation can be, right? Uh, in the yep. back seat. So, I mean, with the information that you hear, how, how do you... Have you, have you ever heard anything that you thought, ooh, I got to intervene at this point? A couple things when they get into arguments. When they get into really heated arguments, it gets very loud. And uh, I said, hey, boys. And I, you know, I don't say who's right or wrong. I said, hey, boys. And they level it off. They calm down. And they start all over again. Um, you know, what I could do is just pull over and say, get out of the car. <laughs> get out of the car. Um, but see, that's one thing great about carpooling is you learn this stuff. I mean, sure, there's buses that take kids to school. You know, could you imagine being on the bus and listening to these kids talk? You know, I could see, I'm going to pretend I'm Aaron. And he's on the bus talking. He's with a group of kids. And I know what Aaron's saying. He's saying, you know, my dad is the best dad. Wow. You know how lucky I am to have him as a dad? Do you kids know how lucky you are to have a father? Because my father is the best. I'm sure that's what he's saying. You know, I, I got I gotta stop you right there because I got a feeling that actually what he's saying something along the lines about how many more bees he can get on bees from in Roblox. But hey, that uh, I don't know. I think that's what he might be actually talking about. But seriously, Jim, taking you back to that question, have you ever heard something in the from coming from the back seat in which you Failed this information, could not stay in the car, like maybe you shared it or you had to talk to him privately afterwards, something like that? There was one occasion when something to do with schoolwork and the schoolwork was done. There were too much communications during an exam. They were talking. Um, so that kind of bothered me because, you know, my dad would say to me, You failed the exam. And I would say to my father, you know, Dad, I failed it. But I failed it on my own. I didn't cheat. And my father would look at me and say, why don't you start cheating? Uh, I'm different. He did I not. Mean, he did not. Stanley did no, not say that. No, he would have yeah, chopped no, off no, your no. fingers if you cheated. No, no, no. No, I, I never believed in cheating in school. You got to clarify where you cheat. You know I'm what I mean? so yeah. not going to get into this conversation. No. But, you know, as I said to Aaron, I said, you know, if he, I said, all you have to do on an exam, and sometimes you don't do well, all you got to do is your best. If you tried your best, and when I say trying your best, <laughs> you have to study. It's just not going in there going, no, man, I, I, I don't know any of this stuff. Oh. So, uh, So, Try your best. So you basically what you sometimes some of the information you've heard in the back coming from the back seat from the kids is has you've turned it around to advise um, Aaron on how to handle his schoolwork. But okay, so let me ask you. I think you're making. I, I cannot imagine that carpool is a fun job for any parent. I really cannot. I remember my dad being our carpool dad. He was our carpool dad to take him to school. He was very engaged with us, though. He would have us spell. He would have us sing silly ditties that we've learned at home. And he generally kept a cool head even with the crazy traffic. I remember he would deliver all three kids to school in the morning. Um, 
and uh, so I don't think we ever felt that we were separate from my dad. The conversation was reciprocal, um, you know. But it was it's it's really it's a it's a difficult. I mean, it takes a lot of time in the morning. So would you say that being able to listen into what your kids are doing in the backseat maybe is the payload of carpooling? Yeah, 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 definitely. See, when I was growing up, we didn't carpool. Uh, in the, when I started school, it was 1952. I was living in Des Moines, and I had to walk to school. I mean, in those days, you walked to school. There was no carpool. My mother didn't have a car. Um, and I don't think, didn't we move to, I don't think, I think I've always walked to school or taken a school bus. I don't think my parents, sometimes my mother would drive over my chair access to a car when I was late for school, she would drive or, but no, uh, I never had that experience. You know, we went to go on family trips and all of us would talk in the back seat. Uh, but I know my parents weren't listening because my mom is a singer. So she would just sing and my father would be driving uh, just into his own own zone. So, uh, no. And with my older kids, I never carpooled with them. By the time they were ready to go to school, I was already out of the house. I was going to work. So Erin uh, is my first child that I carpooled. So I've never carpooled before. And I really enjoy it because I like seeing the kids mm -hmm. that he's with. Um, and I love the interaction with the kids. Um, like, for example, he's, you know, he's always on the phone when he's not studying. Eh, he's always on the phone, but he's always on Skype and then FaceTime with like four or five kids. And I hear them all the time. And I hear their interaction. The only time I've gotten involved in once, once, child one said a bad word and i got very upset i mean it really wasn't a bad word i mean it was like it wasn't even a four-letter word but i didn't think they should be talking like that then one of the kids called the other kids stupid and i got involved i said you don't call somebody stupid ah uh, and sometimes they get to a big conflicts over when they're playing their game and if everybody's going to be screaming at each other on the phone call when because they're playing their games i said everybody just hang up that's it party's over you know and usually uh they don't listen to me and they keep playing i said turn it off it's over it's over and you know in five minutes you know they cool down and they start playing again um but i hear this and that's the things the only time i get involved i mean that's Whoa. that, that you know. okay okay yeah. okay do you okay so you've discovered I, I don't want to interfere in his his game mm -hmm. and it's like that I'm listening on his conversation. Okay. I mean, oh, I was going to ask you that because you know I, I have to. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. You know, if 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 once you have a taste of of the carpooling, you know, kind of like listening to what's going on in the back seat with your kids, right? Because they've forgotten you're there, so they're just speaking freely. They're talking whatever what you know whatever is on their mind. Uh, do you find yourself that you get used to wanting to listen to them? Do you do like, did you pretend to be just hanging around, but actually you are listening in? Like, you, have you done that? Well, no. Well, here, you know, I'm driving. And sometimes I have the radio on. <clears throat> and as the talk, kids are talking, slowly I close, you know, the radio gets a little softer and softer. And then it's off. 
And some one of the kids caught me one time. And they said, is your dad listening to us? And I was like, I said, I'm not listening to you. Meaning I'm listening because I just heard him say that. I said, I, 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 uh, I'm just seeing in the car. You guys are talking. What do you want me to do? Put on earplugs? And I think they uh, would love me to put on earplugs, but I'll put on earplugs. Um, Plus, I think so it's I, illegal I, for driving. I'm just going to say this outright. Parents, don't do it. I'm fairly sure whatever you are, it is illegal to drive with earplugs. So uh, I try not to. Sometimes they're aware. <coughs> um, excuse me. Um, sometimes uh, they're aware. And... And maybe they, they know they're just having these conversations because they know I'm listening. And it's uh, all planned. You think so, huh? I don't, you don't believe that for a second. No, Come on. There's no second. way. No. They, they forget <laughs> I'm in the front seat driving that car. Well, I, I am so sorry, Jim, but, you know, since you brought me into this conversation, you could have any other guest, but you seem to be just loving bringing me in wherever I am. And I appreciate it. Great, you know? Um takes me away from having to go to the beach and swim and spend the afternoon there. You know, who wants that, right? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, so um, I gotta, I'm going to rat on you because I've seen you once yeah. wear a headset that was not plugged into anything as you were walking around the kids. Can you? Do you think this is something, this is normal parent behavior, you know? No, 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 no. You, you don't want you to, kids to think you're listening because if they're all in the living room, you just put on the headset. Of course, uh, it's not plugged into anything. You know, you got the wireless, you know, but you're not listening to anything and you're sitting down in the room and the kids are there and they kind of look at you and I keep going like this, like I'm listening to the music, you know, wow. I'm not listening to anything. I'm listening but, to them. But you're, but that's misleading. That is spying on kids. I mean, that is definitely when you're spying on, in, on kids because that you're going out of your way. In a car, no. listen, in no. a car, there's no way you can escape not hearing or listening to what they're saying or anybody else is saying. But if, I if, wanted you, to... if you pretend that you're not listening by putting a headset like mine, right? And But it's not plugged to anything and you're actually doing it so that you can listen to them. That's spying. I don't know how cool that is to spy on kids that way. No. Hmm. Here's spying to me is the uh, streamers could see this on the podcast. You can't. I'm taking one of our cameras. See, I've got all these cameras. I could set all these cameras. You see how small these are all around the room. I could video it and watch it later. But I'd rather watch me. Oh, hello, James. No, um... I say I don't do that. That that's really spying. Then they, you know, do you ever see they sell on the, the magazines the spy, the spy pen? You know, you're holding the pen, but you're really oh yeah, it's a yeah, camera. yeah. I rem yeah, I remember oh. those. Didn't you, you buy one many years ago in France? I think you did. Or was uh, it in China? No, 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 no. It was the glasses I bought. Do you oh, remember I bought those spy glasses? glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Spy glass. They were really freaking cool. Yeah. They were sunglasses. Yeah. They and never worked though. Camera inside. It had a SIM, not a SIM card, a um, SD card. Yeah. Right there. And uh, it was really cool. Then you take it out. I used them twice. And the problem was, you know, because if you shake, 
you know, it's because you don't have a monitor, you don't, you're shooting. So they really weren't practical. Yeah. And I, I, no, I think weren't. I used them, you know, I used them, I used them in Cannes one year, walking around the Palais. I remember. You, yeah, you sent, yeah. You, you sent over uh, internet some of the images and they were like up in small. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, right. The problem with the glasses were they're really ugly. So, you know, you thought you're cool, you're recording all the things you're walking around. But people are just looking at you going, boy, those are the ugly freaking glasses I've ever seen. Why would he ever wear them? I mean, <laughs> that was the problem. They made a pair, which is, you know, like good looking. You know, then, then uh, they probably would have sold. Uh, yeah, like, if, like my glasses right here. But they, they sold. You bought them. You bought like three well, of them, and I'm sure all well, every no, other either. producer there bought like a couple of them because it was like the gadget at that time. Well, but I bought three, you know, and I sold off two, which paid for mine. So uh, I did well on the glasses. So uh, even though they're ugly, you know, I'm going to look for them because I still have them. I've got, you know, I should do this in the car, you know, but the only way they work, I can't turn around with them, you know, like in the uh, review mirror, you know. Kids would never know I'm recording them. It's still, but, I would, but again, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. That just, is fine. That's fine. I mean, it's like when you put on your headsets and uh, you pretend to be listening to something, but in fact you're spying on your kids. It's, to, to me, it's as a as bad as opening their drawers and see what they have hiding in their drawers or in the closet. You know, I don't know. I, I, that's I, what about trust? I mean, that's the whole trust issue. One of the biggest issues. Well, well, Kids have with the parents. It's a matter of trust. If they stop trusting you, you know, you really are not going to get the important information that you need to know about them, right? Well, I never go through his drawers because all I'm going to find is Legos. You're never going to even find clothes. You know, you open it up. Okay, it's Legos. It's this and that. I mean, I'm hoping my parents never went through my drawers. Well, they, I'm sure they didn't because uh, I would know. I would have known about it. How come? Because um, they would have scolded me for something they might have found. <laughs> but I, yeah, I kept things pretty hidden, you know. You hide this stuff, you know. If kids leave stuff out in their drawers that the parents could find it, <coughs> they deserve to get caught, you know. Kids have got to be a little clever. So this is this is part. You think this is part of a human evolution that you have to learn to be sneaky around your parents so they don't find things. And but parents may be the ones who are pushing them into this behavior. I mean, whatever. What happens to openness? You know, sneaking sneakiness is part of being a teen. I understand that. But you know, when you start so young that you cannot trust your parents, I don't know. You know. The only time a kid really comes clean is when he gets caught. <laughs> I, mean, I know I would always, my father said, you do that? I go, no, dad, I, I didn't do that. Are you sure you didn't do that? My dad, I didn't do it. Well, we got proof. I go, okay, dad, I did it. Um, but let me explain. That's, you know, when you got to tell the truth, when you get caught. Um, but I always say to Aaron, just tell me the truth right away. Then there's no problem afterwards. You know, it's. I remember when I was a kid, about Aaron's age, we were studying George Washington, and uh, the whole thing was George Washington would never lie. That was the story. You know, that's what we learned uh, 60, 65 years ago. Um, and the story was 
He chopped down the cherry tree. His father confronts him. He says, George, you chopped down the cherry tree? And he goes, yes, father. And the father did nothing because he told the truth. And that was the virtue of George Washington. And that's how we, we learned about George Washington. Is it true? I don't know. I mean, some of the stuff that uh, Aaron learns now contradicts everything that I've ever learned, you know, when I, when I was his age. But, uh, but it's always a good story. You know, we always thought of honor was with George Washington. And, and I was kind of a George Washington guy, you know, honor. Right, right, Anna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I always thought you were more like a, uh, a Lincoln or a, uh, what's his name? Um, who's on the $20 bill? Hamilton? I don't know. <laughs> when my father confronted me, he go, James, did you do this? And I said, Dad, I cannot tell a lie. It was Mark. Mark was my older brother. You blame it on your older brother. Um, oh, yeah. he probably remembers still. No wonder he was still, there was so much animosity still when we interviewed him a couple of episodes ago. So yeah, well, listen, uh, I, I, I got to tell you, you know, I, the topic is great. Uh, the sun is going down and uh, I, I really want to sit by the beach and uh, watch the sun hit the water. So um, just to wrap this topic really nicely, I, can, I find that, you know, there is a great advantage to the carpooling thing by being able to be closer to information about your kids because it will come naturally. I guess, seriously, there'll be a time kids won't say a thing to their parents, as we all know, right? Yeah. So, but I, I personally feel that you're crossing the line when you actively start spying on them by pretending yeah. that you're doing something else and you're, or, but you're actually listening on to them. And I think that how parents come across information um, and how they use it is also very important because you will listen in whether you're doing it, you know, on purpose or not, James. Um, how you use that information will really affect how your child will trust you, right? Well, I, I need that information for my next book. Did I tell you about my new book? Oh, yes. Look at that. Unlocking the secrets. To, uh, yeah, I think I have a copy. Oh, oh. <gasps> what is this? It's upside down. No, it's, no, it's not. not. Oh, now it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, is it autographed? Uh, no, I haven't had the pleasure to autograph it. You know, because uh, you know. Well, when you come back, when you come back to. Uh, this is what I'm reading on the beach. That's good reading. It's good reading. So I think that I I love to hear your final thoughts on the whole business of spying on kids. Is it a good thing or not? So I'm gonna leave I, you wrap out, and I'm gonna okay. say my goodbye. Um, and I look forward to hear to whatever you talk about now next. But I I got the sunset to catch. Bye. I I believe. <laughs> I don't want to make this religious, uh, but you know, you want to modify your child's behavior. If you're learning something from these conversations with his friends, that's where you got to nip it in the bud because, you know, I always believe if you don't nip things in the bud with children, it's going to stay with them. Look, look at me for an example, you know, as they get older. So you got to take care of it immediately. Um, I've been very fortunate that, uh, I've got a terrific son and everybody, I guess everybody has a terrific son. Um, but you've got to remember, you're still the parent. You're still the parent. And if you hear something, you, you got to react to it. Um, 
We're going to wrap up the show. By the way, you know, you can get my book, Unlocking the Secrets of Successful Parroting. Wow. They spell my name right there? Yeah, they spell right. That's what I always check for. Um, it's on Amazon. It's on iBooks. It's on Barnes & Noble. But if you go to the website, www.dadat65.com, www.dadat65.com, you can order it. And I will autograph every copy. Just email me. Say, I'm ordering the book. I want an autographed copy of the book. Because... I don't know why you want an autographed copy. I know. I gave one to Aaron. I think he sold it. All right. Till next time. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.